0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band And we've got a lot to say The Beatles are a pretty nice band Talk about them day after day But we also love the outfit a lot So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band Someday we'll judge if they're fine Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine
1: Mean Mr. Mustard Do you put mean Mr. Mustard on your hot dogs,
0: Andy? I am 100% a mustard man. How about you?
1: Mustard, mustard man. Um, I used to put ketchup on my hot dogs, and then I was told that was the most basic thing a human being can do, and um, I rarely have hot dogs these days, but what I do, I I just play, you know, I just don't put anything on. Oh, okay. Which is probably the second most basic thing I do, but... (laughs) I don't know, uh, mustard's I, fine Like, it will be a lot of time for me to try mustard for some reason But uh, it's like, okay But I didn't grow up with it
0: Gotcha you know, I, I do yes. mustard and a pickle Oh uh, Or that's healthy um, Well, it adds a little bit of a Another, little bit of a crunch uh, For a time there, my wife and I were making What we called guacots Put guacamole in, in your hot dog <laughs> mm. Maybe that maybe that's gross. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't. know. Try Guac-hots. it out, folks. Tell us yeah. uh,
0: how it works. Don't at me. So
1: wow, this is exciting because this is the first Guided by Voices song that ever yeah. existed. <laughs> and I and I like GBV. You know, um, it's just that you know Guided by Voices a lot of their songs sound the same, and you know also this song there was literally a Mister Bustard. <laughs> Um, unbelievably that john read about and it kind of takes the starch out of this shirt to me i thought john had an active imagination and he still does but not here and all the same i do like that the beals expanded universe it expands their expanded universe maxwell edison and now mr buster are douchebags, douchebag sure but there were a lot of those in the late 1960s lurking around weren't they
0: oh for sure 60s 70s 80s 90s and today yeah
1: there was a specific kind in the 60s i would say yes of course
0: and to sidebar on gbv yeah i like gbv too but often get frustrated with them um Mm. like the first time i saw them like i walked out of the concert exhausted because they had just played 53 songs (laughs) that's a lot uh and then I saw them last year and they played a much more manageable twenty-five, but they were not headlining mm. and it was like that's the that's the preferred amount here. Uh so you know, I'm looking forward to when we do the, our Guided by Voices podcast, uh Gold Star for Podcast Boys. It'll be real fun. Yeah, L-
1: That would never end.
0: Never end. <laughs> if we went for every song. <laughs> would we and, and do the Pollard solo work. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> On uh, uh,
1: Tobin Sprout.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I don't want... No. Yeah, exactly. I like Tobin
1: stuff, but okay.
0: I haven't checked out Tobin stuff. I just... I don't... I think he's not the best of people. So oh, later. okay. Yes. Oh.
1: Um, I... Um, there was a Sharpling Worcester... Segment once when uh, and I think it was fairly recently, where Worcester's characters like Guy of My Voices released a new album, and then he talks for another fifteen seconds. And Guy of My Voices released a new album, but was like you said that already. He's like, no, 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 another one, a new
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? I think I, I went to a uh, I went to a concert. Uh, do you remember Rough Trade and in, in Brooklyn? The they had like a concert venue in the back. Um, so it was like a record I, yeah. store in the front, concert venue in the back. And so I was, one of the shows I was seeing, I was like, yeah, I was walking around and it said uh, something about, guide, like, it was going through the like Guided by Voices and Robert Pollard section. It's like, oh, the, the newest one this year or something like that.
1: <laughs> I, I saw Guided by Voices a couple of times once at McCarran Park and yeah. they played until past sundown where you couldn't see them at all like pretty much, even if you were in front of the stage, like, right. It's like, yeah, the the sun's telling you to stop.
0: Yeah. I, you know, uh, what was it? That, I, I remember that show. i had friends of mine who went to that too. Friends who went to that too. So I know more people, more friends who went to that. Uh, I did not attend the, the guided by voices show. <laughs> you just, <laughs> just didn't just have couldn't. the energy. No. I Yeah. I did go I see that weekend weeks. though. I can't. Yeah, I think the uh, other time was Terminal Five, but yeah. Sure. Yeah, I saw him at Terminal Five last year with uh, Dinosaur Junior, which is a great double bill. Yes, makes a is. lot. Of, makes a lot of sense. Uh, anyway, what song mean are we Mr. talking about? Yes, Me, Mister Bustard. Mister Bustard
1: was composed a... in India by John oh. in spring 1968. Yes. It was considered for inclusion on the White Album. I guess it would have fit there. A demo was recorded at George Harrison's home, like the other White Album uh, demos. In Me, Mr. Mustard, said John Lennon in anthology, I said his sister Pam. Originally, it was his sister Shirley. I changed the Pam to make it sound like it had something to do with Polyphine Pam. They are only finished bits of crap that I wrote in
0: India. <laughs> well, yeah...
1: It was also played several times during the Get Back Let It Be sessions. Me, Mr. Mustard was based on a miserly man, John Alexander Mustard, about whom Lennon had read in a Daily Mirror on June 7th, 1967. So, six days after Sgt. Pepper came out. Mustard, a 65-year-old Scotsman, had been taken to a divorce court by his wife due to his meanness.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: John's... John said, I'd read somewhere in the newspaper about this mean guy who had five pound, no- who hid five pound notes, not up his nose, but somewhere else. No, it had nothing to do with cocaine. Right. So I, if you, you could find the actual article on BeatlesBible.com, Bible dot and um, the shaving in the dark bit was in the actual article and but in reality, Mr. Mustard also would turn off the light when he and his wife would listen to the radio because according to Mr. Mustard, it was not necessary to see in order to listen. That didn't make the song. That's the kind of guy, that's the kind of weirdos that were roaming around England in the the late 60s. Like, remember, Happiness is a Warm Gun. Uh, They had the guy with the mirrors on his boots And it turned out it was based on an actual person who would go to, uh, like, supermarkets and try to look up women's skirts with that. It's like, oh, my God, what's going on? Yeah. Another interpretation of me, Mr. Mustard, was later offered by Tony Bramwell, an associate of the group. He said there was an old bag lady who used to hang around the Knightsbridge end of Hyde Park, London, close to the army barracks. She had all her possessions in plastic bags and slept in the park. I'm sure she had something to do with the song, possibly. During the development of Abbey Road's "Long, Medley," Her Majesty was originally included between Mr. Buster and Pauline Pan, before Paul decided the sequence didn't work. However, when Her Majesty appeared at the end of the album, it was anticipated by the final crashing chord of "Me, Mr. Mustard, left in from an early mix, which we will get to. <gasps> Booker T. uh covered this on their 1970 album, Macklemore Avenue. In fact, they did the whole medley, the big, the big one, the long one. Love count zero. He's mean. He's not loving. Josie scale. Uh, is this song better than your love buddy? I've, no, no. I go just a Josie.
0: Yeah, this is like this is the shortest song besides Her Majesty in mm-hmm. the whole Abbey Road suite, and it still overstays its welcome. It's a Josie.